catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All right. Welcome to the Viking Age podcast. I'm your host, Adam Patrick. I'm the editor and lead writer for thevikingage.com. And as always, I'm joined by my co-host, Chris Shad, who writes for us here at the Viking Age, as well as Zone Coverage and Bring Me the News. Before we get started today, if you're watching on YouTube, make sure to subscribe to our channel and like this video. And then also follow the Viking Age on Twitter and Facebook. All right. We had a little uh, technical difficulties this morning, so I don't have any time for small talk, so we're just going to get right into it. Chris, topic number one has to do with a uh, a new name in the Vikings defensive coordinator search. They haven't hired anyone yet since firing at Donatel. Uh, we haven't heard any recent reports about interviews, so it seems like they're kind of waiting and see to how, how things shake out in the uh, other co- coaching circuit searches around the league. Um, on Wednesday, according to ESPN's Kevin Seifert, the Vikings are reportedly waiting to see if they can interview current Denver Broncos defensive coordinator Azero Avero uh, or Evero for their defensive coordinator vacancy. Uh, Evero is currently among the, the candidates to be uh, the head coach of either the Colts or the Cardinals. Um, and last year, Denver had the 10th best defense in the NFL, according to Football Outsiders DVOA metric. Uh, he worked with Kevin O'Connell on the Los Angeles Los Angeles Rams staff. I believe he was the safeties coach uh, for the Rams when O'Connell was there as the offensive coordinator in 2020 and 2021. So there is a connection there between the two. And he also worked, um, I believe, with the 49ers when Quasi Dofamensa was a part of that organization as well. Chris, should uh, Evero be the number one guy on the Vikings' possible defensive coordinator list, or should it be somebody else? He's not the biggest name, but I think he's the best fit for the Vikings. Um, I will look at a um, article that Luke Braun posted, at least some clips uh, on Twitter this week. And he said, uh, Averro has coached on the father of the Tampa two defense, Monty Kiffin, a co-founder of the zone defense, Don Capers and Denver's last defensive guru Fangio, plus modern defensive innovators such as Raheem Morris, who Averro won the Super Bowl with in his past season with the Rams. You've got to affect the quarterback, Averro said. If you can't get there with four, you've got to get there with five. If you can't get there with five, you've got to bring six. That's my philosophy to bring pressure. Okay. Well, he blitzes? We want he blitz- to. Whoa. Well, whoa yeah. We this? want to play with great energy. When people put our tape on, I want them to see a defense that's playing fast, 
playing aggressive, playing physical, and flying around to the ball. We've got to be attacking the ball, and that's going to be a point of emphasis. We also want to be situational masters, third down, red zone, two-minute. We want to own and dominate those situations. So everything that I just read or that Luke posted is right in Kevin O'Connell's wheelhouse. So I understand why he doesn't want to hire a defensive coordinator before talking to Averro first. Problem is, they don't even know if they can talk to him. Because right now, Mike Silver just tweeted about an hour ago as we're recording this. Yeah. Uh, about the same time we tried to log on earlier. But uh, uh, Mike Silver said Sean Payton is talking to him about remaining on his staff. So no. um, we'll talk a little bit about Sean Payton later. But, I, I mean, that's the guy. That's the, every and, and you know what? Brian Flores probably is the second best choice here because he yeah. he does operate in the same fashion where he's aggressive. He wants to send people to the quarterback. Averro's a guy that is in that position. He's not going to get hired as a head coach now. I don't think he's going to go to the Cardinals. Brian Flores likely going to be the Cardinals head coach, I think, because they've just run out of options there. And a hard ass is probably what that organization needs, to be honest. Um, I think that Avero is the guy that they want number one. And, you know, I, I've, I've also, you know, I've fallen in this trap a little bit. It's kind of like, well, they're not going to get the guy they want. He's just going <laughs> to stay in Denver or whatever. I, I mean, you gotta try, you have yeah. to try. So, yeah. And as far as Flores with the Cardinals, um, I think there's some rumblings because they're interviewing the Bengals offensive coordinator and defensive coordinator. I could see them hiring one of those guys. So he, right. I wouldn't, uh, you know, let that ship sail just yet and then i've seen some people be like well if they hire flores or avero then there's going to be a head coach in a year or two and i'm like yeah well that means they were successful so (laughs) and and the vikings you know the vikings ran into this problem on the other side of the ball when mike zimmer was the head coach and they had to get offensive coordinators every year you know if you have successful defense every year you're you're gonna get your your staff's gonna get poached or whatever and in this day and age in the NFL, you'd probably want that to rather be on the defensive side of the ball than the offensive side of the ball because it's easier to probably adjust with your defenses um, uh, than it is with your offense. But yeah, I think uh, they got to interview Avera. I think Vic Fangio is going to the Dolphins now. That that was that's kind of settled after he was considering the the Broncos and I think even the, the Niners. Um, so that that kind of takes him out of the running for the Broncos. So yeah, and the, and the, I think the Broncos can block the Vikings from interviewing Avero uh-huh. if they want because it's just a lateral move um, and they would be smart to keep it but then that would just be another reason to dislike Sean Payton which we already have plenty of those uh, so just add it to the list is there anyone the Vikings haven't interviewed yet for their DC job that they should maybe bring in I've talked about Jim Leonard but I don't know what he's doing I don't know if he's right. just collecting a check from Wisconsin if he's even got interest in coaching in the NFL um, I think that should be a call that should be made and probably has so if they're kind of waiting, I, I I like the fact personally that they're going no stone unturned because last year it was yeah. just kind of like, we're going with that Donatelle. He knows defense. He's a veteran. Yeah. He'll yeah. get it fixed. And he did not. He definitely did not get anything fixed uh, in all honesty. So I like the fact they're bringing guys in. I like the fact they're talking about it and they're just being thorough with this search because Kevin O'Connell, I don't think it's the same way that he doesn't want to deal with defense like Mike Zimmer didn't want to deal with offense. I think that 
O'Connell wants to find somebody who knows what they're doing and can, lo and behold, adjust. Like we saw, like Avero knows a lot of different schemes and yep. a lot of different ways to play. So, I mean, I, I, I think that's the guy that I would want to see as the Vikings head coach. Or defensive coordinator. Oh, um, sorry. Yeah, defensive coordinator. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean... I think they're going about it the way they kind of did last year with their head coaching search where they interviewed like they interviewed a lot of people um, and then they narrowed it down and, and they took their time too. like Kevin O'Connell was hired after the Super Bowl. He couldn't be hired until after the Super Bowl anyways, but, mm-hmm. but it's not like they knew a month before they were going to hire him. They, they pretty much knew maybe like a week or two before and because people were like, why, why haven't they hired anyone yet? And it's like, well, you know, doesn't being they first waited on Jim Harbaugh. Yeah. Being first doesn't always mean that you're going to, Hire the best person, you know. Sometimes it's good to take your time, especially with this stuff, um, especially with head coaches. But like defensive coordinator, I think like maybe there's more people in this process than there was last year because they're like, you know, let's let's be a little smarter about this so we don't have a a one and done for the wrong reasons. Um, but yeah, I think Avero should be number one. Flores number two. If they don't get either of those guys, like who who's the the guy from the Seahawks? They the Sai. They probably Sai. See, here's here's the thing with him, though. If they're waiting on him and like he's clearly not the first choice. Right. Right. So that would be the second time that he hasn't been the first choice. And then you're just going to hire him. That's kind of a red flag. And he could be very good. I don't know. Right. But he, you know, look at the staffs he's been attached to as well. The John Fox Bears and uh, he was even part of the Mark Tressman Bears, which no, thank you. Um, just a lot of bad coaching stay. It's not the Sean McVay tree. Let's put it that way. So this seems like a hire that's a little bit more stable. Same with Flores. I would hope it's one of those two. But he was, uh, but Vic Fangio was, he worked under Vic Fangio for a little bit with the Bears too, right? And those defenses were good. Right. Uh, so Well, and Vic, here's the thing about Vic Fangio. They haven't finalized that hire in Miami yet. So there's an agreement. No. So I think I think it was either Rappaport or Schefter that reported this morning that it's pretty much a done deal. Oh, oh, okay. So one of those guys. Yeah, it was this morning. I saw it first thing this morning. So one of the, if one of those guys comes out and said it's says it's usually pretty close to being finalized, if not already. Because one's a press release, but yeah. All right. Uh who's that guy that we talked about uh on Monday, you know, for like a good twenty five minutes about possibly signing uh and then, <laughs> oh Tom Brady. What do you know? A day later he announced his retirement from the NFL. I believe it was like exactly a year uh, when he announced it a year ago or it was revealed and he had to come out with his statement. Um, so on Wednesday, Tom Brady shared a video of him sitting on the beach about a minute long sharing, uh, saying he is retiring from the NFL. And this time it's quote, it's for good. Uh, Brady has been in the NFL since the 2000 season. He's been in the NFL for more than half my life. Um, and he will turn 46 years old in August. Chris, do you believe? He's done for. Co- I'm gonna have to wait until week one to say for sure, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, just wait. It, it didn't. I, I <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to think of words because it's just like I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I I don't know. Like maybe. I mean, the guy is 46. I remember working at McDonald's uh, when I was a kid, and uh, this guy came in and he had he had a cane and this like green NFL alumni blazer. I didn't even know they gave it out to him. Maybe they don't anymore, but like he was getting like a coffee or whatever from McDonald's and Rochester, of course, the home of the Mayo clinic. It should just be named Mayo world, honestly, because that's what they're trying to turn it into. But, uh, Sponsored by Duke. Was, yeah, he was getting, he was getting a couple tests done and I'm like, wow, you used to play in the NFL. And he goes, 
I wish I didn't just because of the toll yeah. it took on his body and everything else. I didn't ask what his name was or anything else, but I mean, that's what I always think about when I think it was Bud Grant. Iron. Yeah, it was, it was Bud Grant. I would have recognized Bud Grant, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I, I mean, 46 year old taking all those hits didn't really look like he was having fun with the Buccaneers. I don't think anybody was, Nobody was. with the Buccaneers yeah. last year. Um, it just kind of, you know, at this point and he's got, uh, I mean, no matter where he plays next year, he's going to make more money in the broadcast booth with Fox. Mm -hmm. We don't know if he's good or if he's like Tony Romo will just talk over everybody the entire time. Mm -hmm. Um, I noticed, I did notice what you were talking about where that he never shuts up and Tony Romo? going on about like Mike. Yeah. yeah. Michael Jordan and like Clyde Drexler dude, and dude, like whatever. Chill out. And just, yeah. Like, I don't Take know if he like pops like, five five hour energies before a broadcast yeah. or like does some illegal drugs or something i i don't know um he hates silence and yeah sometimes it's needed yeah, um, i like the i like yeah. the enthusiasm but oh yeah but i did you see the was it joey molinero who did the the tom or the tony romo he did it, no. a video of tony romo yeah you gotta watch that because he, he nails <laughs> it um as far as Tom Brady announcing goes, I think it wouldn't be terrible because I, I just watched um, the Tuck Rule 30 for 30 or whatever last night. And Tom Brady, he was pretty good, like, as far as, like, describing the plays that they were running, what he was seeing on the field and everything. And I was like, OK, I could I could see him in the, in the broadcast. He's also too. got a sense of humor. Like, yes. I, yeah, it doesn't always show. But I mean, he does have a sense of humor that might make it entertaining. But and he he actually like surprisingly, I don't know if it's surprisingly or not, but curses a lot. And I'm like, okay, yeah. might have to fix that before you go on, you know, network TV. But he's like, yeah. you're fucking, fucking, I'm like you've been hanging out with Gronk, like clearly all day. Um, we need, we need the Tom Brady Gronkowski uh, broadcast booth. Just yeah, like, if, even if it's a simulcast. Just I have to think that the Sean Payton decision to go to the Broncos had a lot to do with this um, as well. One, they have the same agent, um, and you know, so if he went to the to the Saints or the Dolphins, maybe Tom Brady's still in the league and trying to play for one of those teams. But he went to the Broncos. They clearly have Russell Wilson. They're not bringing in Tom Brady. They can't afford to. Um, and they know, let's see, like, what's he going to do? Go play for the Jets? Uh, no, thanks. Um, you know, go go play for the Raiders. The Niners probably are just going to stick with Trey Lance because um, Purdy's out for, what, a year now because he's got to get Tommy John surgery? That's yeah. Crazy. That's crazy. Um, the twins the twins usually figure that out about six months too late and then <laughs> we spend like 18 months going like well he hasn't been the same pitcher those oh, twins doctors good. you know they're, they're pretty good dr uh, nick <laughs> but yeah i'm not I, i'm not even gonna say that he's done for good because this is the nfl we've seen this with brett Favre. we've seen this with what philip rivers like these guys love to be in the nfl they love to be competitive they love to Played a high level. He loved to go off on a high note. Like John Elway went out like the absolute best way possible. He won the Super Bowl and he was done. That's it. Like he probably wanted to play more, but you know, looking back on it, he had more probably one of the best exits, if not the best, uh, of his career because he didn't go down like like Favre did with the Vikings when he was lying flat on his face in the TCF Bank Stadium after the Bears pounded him in the turf. Um, but yeah, I'm not I'm not ruling it out that uh, he's not coming back because you know. Injuries happen in, in training camp and mini camp or whatever. And what if someone gets hurt and then they're like, Tom Brady? What does the script say? Right. Aaron Foster says the NFL <laughs> script. What does the oh script say? Oh, my God. If you look at the quote tweets for that are so good. So what? the one, one where it was like, uh, Aaron Hernandez looking at his script in 2012. It's like, <laughs> uh, what? 
<laughs> Fred Smoot looking at it in 2005, yeah, like, yeah, I'm the yeah. captain now. Yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Like, Vikings getting their script in what, 2016? And like, Every Teddy's year. just like, yeah, you, yeah. Why, what happens to my leg now? Yeah. Those are what? good. And the, the funny part is, a lot of those, like, and there's like legitimate posts on like blogs and, and news sources, stuff like, former NFL player admits the, the league is rigged. And everyone's like, did you watch the video? He, Do you know? He's, yeah, he's talking out of his cheek. Do you know what show he's, he's <laughs> who he's hosting with? Like, PFT commenter? He's not necessarily known as like, a non-joking person. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't believe he's done for good. I don't think he can ever rule it out. Like you said, until week one, he's not on the field. I don't even know if like you rule it out until Thanksgiving. Because what if he's like, someone gets hurt? He's like, I can play. Um, Rips off his suit right out of the broadcast booth. Come on, it's Tom Brady. He can do whatever he wants. Um, but looking back at his career, he's been, he was in the league for 23 years. That is a long time. You know, what is something that immediately comes to mind when you just think about Tom Brady's NFL career, if it in fact is done. Oh, I I was I thought you meant where are you gonna think about 23 years in the NFL? I uh pain. Um yeah. there's that. Yeah. yeah. Uh the 20, what was it? What year did they go undefeated with Moss? Was that 2007, 2008? Because that's towards Seven, the top of yeah, 2007. That's towards the top of my list because Randy Moss's career basically had a revival as soon as he stepped in New yeah. England because he set the touchdown record. Um Obviously, you gotta look at the seven Super Bowls Tom Brady's won. Uh, it's pretty good. Basically, one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. And I, the cool thing about Brady, and this is what I, people are like, oh, I hate Tom Brady, whatever. The fact that he was a sixth round pick yeah. and all the poking and prodding and deep dives. And, you know, you've seen the movie Draft Day where it's like nobody went to Bo Callahan's birthday party. Like, scouts actually do that shit. So, I mean, for somebody in the sixth round to be like, I'm the greatest quarterback ever. That's really cool to me. Like, no matter what, no matter, you know, if he just eats kale constantly, whether he, you know, tries to slam the Lombardi trophy at the bottom of the Atlantic Ocean. Like, that's awesome. So, yeah, that's what I think of Tom Brady. It's funny. When I was watching that Tuck Rule movie, um, there's certain things that, like, if they don't happen, we probably... He probably doesn't have the career that he has. Like, if Mo Lewis doesn't knock out Drew Bledsoe in, yeah. in week two of the 2001 season, does Brady even, like, get a shot on the field? Um, if the tuck rule doesn't happen, does the Patriots dynasty even happen? And then all the Patriots were like, yeah, we we, we probably would have been fine. We would have been like that. But you just, you never know. If if the Patriots lose that game against the Raiders in the playoffs, does do the Patriots keep Drew Bledsoe and, and not trade him to the Bills the next year? Like, there's so many different things that, um, could have happened differently. I'm always going to think of that comeback against the Falcons in the Super Bowl because that was ridiculous. Like just everything about it. The fact that Kyle Shanahan was involved. Oh yeah. <laughs> the fact that Matt Ryan was there. It was just like no way they're not going to do this, and and they did. So I always remember that. And just like he's just been in the league for like basically my entire life of remembering the NFL. Um, so it's gonna be it's gonna be odd. With him not out there, I think it's going to be kind of like, um, I don't know, like when Michael Jordan wasn't in the NBA because growing up he was in there like every year as well. So when he went away, it was kind of like, OK, um, what do we do now? Like what? <laughs> who's who's the top guy? Uh, right. Uh, Patrick Ewing. Um, I, so it'll be it'll be interesting to see. But I think it's different as far as like comparing to Michael Jordan and stuff like the NFL already has like ton of star players to make up for for Brady's loss. They have Mahomes, they have Burrow, they all have all these guys. So I don't th- I don't think they're worried they're going to lose like interest or anything because Tom Brady is retiring. But um, 
Yeah, it's. I did not like the Patriots growing up. I didn't like that they won every game. But looking back, you just got to respect it. Like they're just they're good, whether they did it legally or not. But you know, they didn't get caught as much uh, as they probably should have. But it was. Is he the greatest quarterback in NFL history? Because I saw that debate going around yesterday on the the first take shows or whatever, and people were like, well, he's not the greatest regular season quarterback, not the greatest playoff quarterback, but but he's. I would say he's the greatest overall because like he has records. He's got Super Bowls. What do you want? What else do you want him to do? Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the, did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I mean, I would take Kirk Cousins over on Perkins. Oh. I don't know what you're talking about, but. Don't give me. No, I I mean, it's hard. It's hard to compare. And again, like we always talk about, you don't know about the quarterbacks in like the 60s and 70s because we never watched them play. Greatest quarterback in my lifetime, probably Tom Brady. Um, Just because, I mean, the Super Bowl, it's like everybody talks about, well, you need everything perfect to go around. I The quarterback still drives the engine, especially on. I don't know, fourth and eight with the season on the line. The guy throws beyond the sticks, even if the guy is double covered. But and you know what? Tom Brady could have been like he could have been the he could have had like the record contracts and stuff. He mm-hmm. never did. Now he did have a wife who made probably around forty million a year annually. That helps. It does help. Um, but at the same time, there's no reason like he's competitive. You don't think he wanted to make more money than his wife? Maybe he didn't. Um, but like that aspect towards of, the end. Yeah. That aspect of him, I think, <laughs> um, is interesting. Cause like he, he, he could have been, he could have made 50 million a year. He didn't need it, but he didn't because he realized it's better to make less and then have the team be able to do more in other areas. You know, other players aren't like that. Weird. That's, that's their decision. All right. So we talked a little bit about Sean Payton. Um, this is a Vikings podcast, by the way. Uh, but there just isn't a whole lot of Viking stuff going on. We'll, think it, we'll, we'll, we'll get to the end. There's some Viking stuff at the end. Um, Broncos. They uh, 
made a trade on Tuesday with the Saints that allowed Sean Payton to become the new head coach in Denver. The Broncos sent this year's first round pick, 30th overall that they got from the Dolphins in the Bradley Chubb trade, and a 2024 second round pick to New Orleans in exchange for Payton and the Saints' 2024 third round pick. Broncos were, what, 5-11 last year? 4 and whatever um let's they weren't look. good they weren't good yeah um can he fix the broncos do you think as soon as next season you know here's the thing with the bronc i don't think there's a lot of good players on that team hmm. like overall like you're gonna have javante williams coming back from a to- hmm. multi-ligament knee injury so that's problem number one um Cortland sutton's the ultimate tease like he's a physical yeah. freak but he never does anything whether it's drew lock russell wilson whoever is behind center he just can't seem to get out of his own way, whether it be injuries or whatever. He is at a point where I need to see it to believe it. Uh, Jerry Judy has also been a disappointment. Like there's not, I mean, their defense is great. Like their defense is awesome. Don't get me wrong there because I like what they're doing defensively. Their offense is filled with a lot of big names who don't do a lot. So when I look at this team and I look at Sean Payton, Sean Payton, offensive mastermind. Can he get Russ to stop acting like a psychopath? I, I don't know. <laughs> Like, I, I don't know. No more, like, no more Subway commercials. Yeah. no, The dangerous. You got to stop eating Subway, bud. Like, you're violently crapping before well, games. This is I, not good. Yeah. I think what Nathaniel Hackett did last year, his biggest mistake first was like, we're going to do what Russ wants to do. And it's like, uh, I don't think that's a good idea. <laughs> yeah. Let, so Sean let Payton, Russ cook. Sean ah. Payton's got some, you know, he's got some some experience behind him. He's got a track record. So we can be like, yeah, I'm I'm going to run the show. You're not. You're not going to do that. Russ can be like, oh. Okay. Um, and you might actually listen to him, but, and I think Sean Payton's, I feel like in the past, he's been able to get more out of maybe less than mm-hmm. a lot of coaches. You look at some of his quarterbacks said over the years, like Drew Brees towards the end of his career, not that great. Uh, he was able to get as much as possible out of Teddy Bridgewater. He went like five and zero that one year. Uh, Jameis Winston was playing pretty well before he got hurt last year. Uh, he, for some reason, was infatuated with Taysom Hill, uh, and thought he he's was probably on the first flight to Denver right <laughs> oh, now. For sure. <laughs> Um, how quick can you get me over there? But I feel like he can get the most out of like the players you named Jerry Judy and Cortland Sutton. He can just use, he can look at them and be like, okay, you can do this, but you can't do this. So let's not, let's not do what you can't do. Um, and let's do, you know, more, more than you can. And he'll probably lean more on the, I think he, like Sean Payton gets credit for like being kind of a quote unquote quarterback guru, but he had some really good running games, uh, over the years with like Alvin Kamara, Mark Ingram, Latavius Murray. Uh, Deuce McAllister. Dating you know himself. who would be perfect on that team? Uh, Jameer Gibbs, Alabama. Because yeah, I think I was he gonna would say be a Squ- perfect compliment to Javante Williams. I was going to say Saquon Barkley. Um, that too. He's a, he's a free agent. Um, but I don't know how much money they have. Um, yeah. Uh, I just I just feel like okay. Now I can't root for the Broncos because I just just despise Sean Payton and his his cockiness because you know. He acts like he acts like he is Tom Brady, the Tom Brady of coaching, and he has seven, seven Super Bowls. But they have he won one Super Bowl, and they cheated to get the Super Bowl. Okay, uh, I you're beating see, around uh, the bush too because he's an asshole. What? Let's let's not forget. Oh that. yeah, 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 yeah. Like, for sure. But I, I mean, if, my parent, my parents, for whatever reason, decided to watch the Sean Payton movie on Netflix, and mm-hmm. like their main takeaway, or at least my mom's was, yeah, we looked at each other and we're like, that guy's an asshole. Like, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I think I saw somebody. I don't know who posted, but it was like uh, Sean Payton is called 
Greg or like the reunion between Sean Payton and Greg Williams in Denver would be great. I'm like, for who? <laughs> no, it would not. Uh, chiropractors, uh, yeah. surgeons, yeah. uh, no, you know, team uh, physicians. Uh, so I, th- I think, I think, uh, expectations for the Broncos will be higher. I don't think they're a championship contender. I think maybe something around nine and eight is, is realistic. Maybe a sneak into the playoffs. I think it's capable. We've seen what coaching can do. You look at the Vikings, you look at the Giants, uh, the, the Dolphins, like, and Sean Payton has experience. So now, and, and look at the Saints before he got there. They're, they were the, they were like the embarrassment of the league. Mm-hmm. They, they, they were the Aints. And now they're, they're like expected to be good every year pretty much because of him. Um, so yeah. So did, do you think the Broncos gave up too much to, uh, acquire? It's a, it's a lot for a coach. Especially when you have a team like the Broncos who need some pieces, like I said. A lot of names, not a lot of game. And maybe Sean Payton can maximize them, and that's what they're betting. When you're picking 30th, you know, the list of immediate impact players isn't very high. Um, So, I mean, for a team like the Broncos who says, okay, maybe it was the coaching, maybe that's worth it to them to bring in Sean Payton. The other thing that's interesting is that uh, George Patton, the Broncos GM, had no input on this coaching search. This was all uh, ownership, which is hilarious because ownership had a wild ride to get to Sean Payton because they called D'Amico Ryans twice. They talked to Jim Harbaugh and then they finally just said, ah, let's let's go with Sean Payton. Actually, they they decided on Sean Payton. They're like, let's just call D'Amico one more time. Hey, you want to come? And he probably just hung up on him. He picked the Texans. He picked the Texans. Yeah. Maybe it's because he played there and he might probably has home and family there, but like, well, and there the could Texans be more security with that job too, because he is a Texan. He's probably one of the players that is synonymous with that franchise next to JJ Watt yeah. um, and somebody else. Um, he can also do a lot with the roster. He basically can do whatever he wants. And then we're right. like, so, so maybe they're Russell giving Wilson. him the Dan Campbell style contract. We're like, yeah. we're just going to give you five ironclad years. Go to work instead of because in Denver, you're like, here's Russell Wilson. See if you can figure them out. And it's like, uh, okay. So I'm unlimited. Ah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, do you do you know off the top of your head some of the other coaches that that were traded back in the day? I got a list right here in front of me. Uh, John Gruden. Yep. From what I know, Mike Zimmer Bucks. was rumored to be on the block uh, right. before Kyle yeah. Rudolph pushed off in New Orleans. Right. Um, that was a thing. Um, uh, coaches that were traded was Tony Dungy traded? Um, no, he was fired. He was, he was fired. Excuse me. Um, who were the Bel- others? Bill Belichick from the Jets to the Patriots. Oh, um, who else? That that's a mistake. <laughs> yes, Don Shula, uh, way back in the day, from the Colts to the Dolphins for first round pick. Really, nineteen seventy. Uh, Mike Holmgren, uh, oh, from yeah. the Seahawks, second round pick. Uh, here's a funny one: Herm Edwards from the. From the Jets to the Chiefs in 2006 for a fourth round pick. Hmm. Um, and then Bruce Arians uh, most recently because he retired and he still had contract left. But the Cardinals and uh, the Bucks sent the Cardinals a sixth round pick for Bruce. Not bad. Um, and apparently the Browns tried to trade for Jim Harbaugh back in 2014. Uh, but that didn't happen. Interesting. I would say that Bill Belichick, John Gruden, and Don Shula paid off because I believe they all won Super Bowls with the teams that, that traded for them. So Broncos are hoping for something similar. All right, let's move on to the last topic, which is the most exciting of all. The uh, the first annual Pro Bowl game taking place this weekend, starting tonight, Thursday, 
at uh, 6 p.m. Central on ESPN with some couple skills challenges. And then some more things will happen on Sunday at 2 p.m. Central time on ESPN. Uh, I think there's some seven on seven stuff on Sunday, flag football. Uh, let's see. Tonight, what, what, what events are going on tonight? We have Epic Pro Bowl Dodge Bowl. Dodge Ball. Wow. Can't read. Um, it's probably hard to say, though. Bowling. Yeah. <laughs> Lightning <clears throat> Round Splash Catch, where they toss water balloons at each other. Okay. Uh, longest Drive, which is guys hitting with the golf clubs, I guess, you know, because it's a, a golf skills in football. And uh, Precision Passing and Best Catch. So that's all tonight that will be going on. I think I already saw some clips of, like, Zedaria Smith doing the Happy Gilmore uh, on the Longest Drive competition. Um, and he hit it pretty far. So um, that's tonight. And then on Sunday is more events. Uh, let's see. Best Catch Finale, Gridiron Gauntlet, which is looks like it's like an obstacle course. Move the Chains, Kick-Tac-Toe, and then some uh, seven-on-seven flag football. Wow, I have no expectations for this at all. Uh, <laughs> seven Vikings are on the NFC roster. Delvin Cook, Justin Jefferson, Kirk Cousins. Is gonna love this weekend. He's gonna have so much fun. Uh, TJ Hawkinson, Daniil Hunter, Zedaria Smith, and Andrew DePaula, long snapper. Um, are you gonna watch any of this? No, <laughs> no. Like I, I don't even care. Like I, I, I haven't watched the Pro Bowl. I, I think I had to watch it last year because, like, in case something happened for Bring Me the News or whatever. But I mean, like, I was talking to Lindsay Young about Kirk like, Cousins throw a pick and six she's like, last year. Maybe. I think he did. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> it, it's so irrelevant. Players like Josh Allen is golfing instead of doing this. Yeah. Like he's playing actual golf. He's like, no, screw that. Like Tyler Huntley, who threw two touchdowns, oh, yeah. is a pro bowler. <laughs> because the top seven quarterbacks in the AFC, seven, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven quarterbacks said, hey, nah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm a little banged up, got a little whatever. Like, I, I don't know if the NFL has to put their foot down and be like, you are going because people are paying out the ass to go watch this, which yeah. why? <laughs> like, I mean, if you're in Vegas and like if you live in Vegas or whatever, you're just yeah. like, ah, I'm bored. I'll go check it out. Like, there's a whole bunch of people. But I mean, th- there is like, no, I- I'm not going to go and watch the Darius Smith try and bomb a 400 foot drive because it's going to go. <laughs> He could probably do better than I could on the golf course. But yeah. I, I mean, I, I don't know. They, and they warned the players about this. They said, hey, if you're not going to take this seriously, we're going to do something else. So at least the NFL is trying to do something. But I mean, it's not like with all-star games, I think baseball's the only one where I'm like legit, like kind of interested in the game. And they've done some things in baseball that are kind of cool, like miking up the pitchers and the catchers, yeah. having interviews in the dugout, yeah. um, little kind of cool things where the broadcast was actually kind of interesting to watch last year. The Pro Bowl, it's a whole bunch of guys who had just gotten through a 17-game season where it used to be 16, so now they're even more beat up in a lot of yeah. things. Some of those guys were playing last weekend and don't exactly want to talk to people right now. Yeah. Like, I know I sure as hell, you think, I mean... Christian McCaffrey. Uh, yeah, it, it's just kind of like, I don't know. I understand it's baked into the players' contracts, so yeah. they have to do something. Yeah. But, I mean, at this point, the best is almost to just make it an award at the end of the year and say, okay, and maybe maybe you have, like, a fan festival where people can come out and, like, get autographs and 
yeah. uh, do whatever. But I, I mean, it, I have no interest in it at all. It's got to be the worst All Star game like of For the sure. major professional leagues. Like NHL is better, NBA is better, baseball is better. I would even put like MLS above. Uh, I've never this. watched an NML, MLS soccer, but I mean, I like the skills competitions are fun. Yeah, that, that they're on the right track because I, yeah. I like some. I I'd rather watch like the three point shooting contest, the dunk contest, yeah. like yeah. NHL skills competition that's going yeah. down this weekend. That is a damn blast to watch, especially because Trevor Zegers is out there blindfolded. Yeah. Um, like yeah. I I think they should just get rid of the whole thing. Have the two worst teams in the league play the week before the Super Bowl, and whoever wins gets the number one pick. Like, come on. So many people would be like tanking though, just because like no, whoever wins, like, oh, so whoever the, wins, yeah, gets the yeah. But they would be losing. They would be tanking then because those players would sit there and go, "I'm not losing my job." Like they'd be like, "It's the same thing that happened with the Texans in week eight. Well, maybe like give them an incentive, like you get so if you're the worst team, you get a bonus. <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't know. Massive. They gotta bonus, do. So it doesn't matter. I don't know. They gotta do something. Like, and I, and I don't even know. Do what they to have do. to do something though? Like, do they have to do something? I like, think they, they do. The like, best, as far as TV, they have to eliminate the game. That's what they have to do because it doesn't freaking matter. <laughs> yeah. Well, like the TV contracts, I think there's probably stuff like this week. There has to be some sort of event. Um, yeah, probably so. that's in there too. I don't know, man. I mean, <laughs> it's so on brand for the Vikings to have seven players and go to <laughs> Vegas for something that just doesn't matter. Like, you know, and we'll get we'll get memes like Kirk will do something like maybe they'll put the chains. Oh, out. Yeah. Whoa, Kirk in Vegas with the chains. Oh, look. And, you know, they'll ask Justin Jefferson about his contract and he'll be like, we need know. a we need a, a camera to follow Kirk. See if he's going to. He's- the, they'll bring him with the chains and bring him to like Cheetos or something uh, in there. See how, see how that goes in the VIP room. See if that does anything. Um, that is that content. Be, that would be a sight to see. <laughs> that would be a sight to see. Yeah, I just uh, and then like I'm not expecting it to be sold out or anything like in the crowd. Like it's going to be casual. It's going to be people in Vegas who are like, you want to see this today? Um, <laughs> sure. Better than like, sitting in the sports it, book, I guess. I, I get. I don't know. I doubt it. Um, like, like, is this, a, this isn't even close to being the best thing in Vegas you can probably do this weekend. Right. Um, it's just weird. I don't know. Maybe, maybe it'll go well and maybe something good will come out of it. But, and the games that they have just seem like super childish, like a water balloon fight. Like, yeah. What? <laughs> what are they yeah. going to have? Like the, the boat race or something? I, I like, uh, I remember NFL, like quarterback club. Yeah. Like what? Do that. Like that's, that is fun. Like that is something that's what I want to watch. Like, or like, you know, one-on-one races. Or right. Something. Or do like the strongest, like a strongest man competition or something. Like, just oh, like, just, just get like some hog volley. Just get like just, Aaron like, Donald in there. Or something. And, yeah. And Dexter Lawrence, just get him in there. Just like, see how, how much, like if you can lift a car or not, like I'm sure agents would freak <laughs> out about that. Somebody's just going to like destroy their back yeah. lifting a <laughs> freaking like, semi. Like, we're not, we're not going to do that. Uh, so yeah, I, I think they need to, if they want to keep doing this, they need to go back to the drawing board and like have some actual, like, I don't know, legit competition. Cause I don't care who, who can catch a water balloon or not, or, or who can, you know, kick tack toe. Like what, what <laughs> kick tack toe is actually kind of meant when you think about it. <laughs> well, why you get, why you need the kick in there? You already got a toe in there. Why do you need the kick? Um, 
So uh, Blair Walsh yeah. is way his his face when he got the script must have been interesting. Too. <laughs> I tweeted that's the one I tweeted. Whoa! Blair, Blair Walsh being like uh, just uh, <laughs> like Michael Scott, like just blank stare face, like. Okay. Okay. So, all right, that's all the time we have for today. Uh, next week, maybe we'll have uh, a, the Vikings will have a defensive coordinator. We'll bet on it. Or we could talk about this hot action at the Pro Bowl. But yeah, uh, we, we're, we're gonna see. We're gonna see. Uh, <laughs> gonna see what happens. Uh, hey, see, uh, Senior Bowls this weekend, though. Sorry to interrupt. You. It is. I don't watch off. that either. <laughs> I don't. I don't watch that either. So, um, you know, shout out to all the people though down there covering that because it's it's fun. I've I've I heard I saw yesterday. Quasi uh, Dofamensa was not let in a, a restaurant because it was at capacity. So you know they're popular popular place this time of year so yeah um also very tall quasio dofamensa he's he's like six six like, you forget how tall him and sean mcveigh are you like, mean kevin, or, O'Connell? Uh, kevin o'connell sean sorry McVeigh. <laughs> you still call him sean mcveigh because he's basically sean mcveigh like, yeah they're they're, I think they're, kevin they're very similar six, five? but yeah like kevin o'connell's six five Quasi's like just as tall. Like Quasi, they stand was, next to the Welfs. It's like, oh yeah, they're they're huge. Who was talking to Brian Flores? There's a picture of that at uh at Senior Bowl, being like, hey, keeping an eye on you. Um, so yeah, that's it. That's it for today. Lots of so much, so much stuff to talk about with the Vikings. So much. It's uh, it's February and we're our, we're already running out of things to talk about, so it's great. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, make sure to subscribe and like this video. Follow the Viking Age on Twitter and Facebook, and this podcast will be up in the morning at the very latest on apple Podcasts, spotify iheart wherever you get your podcasts uh but until next time chris and i will talk to you later Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure.